Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Books, Business, and Branding Podcast for Authors. I am your host, Ashley M. King, and I am a self-publishing strategist, and I help people of faith tell their story with leveraging their message to create brands and not just books, all right? So guys, I want to say that it is 6 a.m. here, and I have this amazing author that we were able to connect to uh, my Marketing 101 book camp, and I'm just surprised. Like, she stuck through it. Guys, it was 10 a.m. here on the East Coast, and it was 10 p.m. there in the Philippines, and she stayed the entire time of the course, and I want to say kudos to you. So right now, it is 6 a.m. here and 6 p.m. there. I want to welcome the author, Victoria Nolasco, and she has authored Toddler Talking, Boost Your Child's Language and Brain Development in Three Easy Steps. Hey, Victoria, how are you doing today? Hi, Ashley. You know, uh, your course was really engaging, so I'm glad I stayed up for it. It was totally worth it. Awesome. I'm so glad. So, you know, I got to get to know you a little bit through the course. But I want you to tell the listeners about you and about your book. Oh, uh, I'm a developmental and behavioral pediatrician, and I'm also a mom. I have a young child of my own. And my book is aimed to help parents of babies and young kids. Now, it says toddler talking, but I actually start with what parents can do, even when their kids are young babies, uh, to help their babies learn to talk. And I want to do it in a way that's easy and practical, that any parent can do. You know, you don't need a ton of time to implement the strategies that I talk about in the book. Definitely. I mean, so I'm a new mom. Well, I'm saying he's 10 months, the first time having, you know, a child. I'm always looking for different resources to definitely help my son and, you know, become a better parent. So he, you know, grows up and, you know, has left a, you know, live a, um, you know, impactful life. So, I mean, what kind of tips, I mean, if you're able to share that, you know, a parent can uh, be able to take away after they've read your book? Wow, 10 months old. That's such an <laughs> exciting and that's such a precious time. And <laughs> it's also amazing that you have time to do this because, you know, oh, when Lord. you have a 10-month-old, yes, you're. I'm sure you're always chasing him all over the house. Yes, yes, yes. He's running now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so from the book, I hope parents will walk away knowing what they can do to help their babies or their toddlers learn to talk. So the main thing that I teach is the first thing I want them to do is I hope they can truly connect and communicate with their kids. So in the book, mm -hmm. I walk through the process of doing this. So it's a three-step plan. The basis of it, it's really connection and communication because I'm sure you can relate with this, but there are so many marketing and guilt messages aimed at parents. You know, we mm -hmm. just open our social media feed. We open the internet. There's always somebody telling us you should do this, you should do that. And, you know, we can feel like we're always working so hard. But no matter what we do, it's never enough. Somebody yes. will say, you know, you have to do this. And then we get FOMO. Like, should I, should I do more? Am I doing enough for my child? But if we look at what science really says, we'll see that the foundation is actually their relationship with us your son's relationship mm -hmm. with you as a, as a loving parent and, you know, or their relationships with loving caregivers. And mm -hmm. when we rush to give our babies and our kids everything, like we buy all the apps, all the programs, and, you know, everything that we see and we try to fit everything 
into our already crazy schedules, mm-hmm. we can end up missing out on what science actually says kids need, which is the connection with us. And sometimes, you know, it can be difficult to just do that, to just sit and yes. connect, listen to and observe our kids because we feel like nothing's happening. But actually, that's what babies and toddlers need most. When we take time to just be with them, to respond to what they say or they do, we respond to them when they babble, and that's when the brain connections are built. Definitely. I mean, what you just said is so true. Like last night, I was scrolling on Instagram, and I came across this uh, program for babies. You know, it was like under the age of two is when babies learn the most. And, you know, we have this program that can bring, you know, say every baby is a genius. So we have this program that can bring the genius out of them. So, you know, it's like join and then we meet, um, you know, four days out of the week. And I was just thinking like, I like the program, but am I going to be dedicated? You know, as far as the amount, I think it says only five minutes a day though, but I was like to add something else on to my schedule, you know, and I want to do it. But I'm like, am I going to be fully committed? But the fact that you said, you know, it's, it's most important, like the relationship, you know, that I have with my son to bring him up in a loving and caring and safe environment. Definitely. I mean, that is refreshing to hear because wherever you go, you're going to have that mom guilt, that parent guilt, wondering if you are doing enough, you know, wondering if what you are doing is going to make the impact, you know, is it that you could have done? So I know you said you were a mom. You know, was there something that happened? What is like the inspiration behind um, writing this book? Well, I'll just share a story with you. Uh, I'm a developmental pediatrician. So even before I became a mom, I've been advising parents on how to help their kids. Mm -hmm. And then when I became a parent, I started browsing through Instagram (laughs) and looking at the internet and seeing all of these things that we never covered in our training. Um, and then, you know, you should do this, you should do that. And I'm thinking, wait, is, does this mean that there's something that, you know, there's some evidence that I don't know, or there's really no evidence Mm. for this. And you're right. I can totally relate when you said, you know, we don't want our kids to miss out on something that they need. So I tried it and Mm -hmm. I got frustrated because, you know, I get so tired. Like you'll see this activity. They will say, you have to do this. You have to do that. And then, you know, my child wanted to do something else. And I felt like I was failing. So mm-hmm. I was talking with my mentors. <clears throat> my mentors, they've already, they're also really experienced developmental pediatricians. They've raised wonderful kids who are now successful adults. And then they yes. said, they just laughed. They said, you don't need any of that. You know, from <laughs> out, you, know, you know from your training what you should do. So there's a method called serve and return interactions. I talk about that in the book. There are excellent videos about that in YouTube. Mm-hmm. And also from the website of the Center on the Developing Child in Harvard University. So you basically, you look at your child, you look at what he or she is interested in, then you follow their interest, you comment on it, then you have this back and forth communication. So I let go of all those activity guides. I let go of, all the things that I read and just did Mm -hmm. that. And, you know, within just three minutes, my child was, you know, my baby, he was a baby then, around nine or 10 months old. He was squealing in the light. He was laughing. He was so happy. And I'm thinking, you know, parents need to know about these things. They need uh, what we learned in our training. 
that we talk about in our medical conferences has to reach more people. So mm. I guess that's why I wanted to write the book. I wanted them to feel that joy and that peace and that relaxation that comes from knowing what to focus on and what to say no to. And by the way, for those, those parents listening to this and then they're thinking, oh no, I'm the one doing all of that activities. You know, I'm not discounting all of your efforts. You know, mm -hmm. uh, those are wonderful uh, things to do maybe when our kids get older. But during the baby and toddler years, you know, these crazy times, you know, we're worried about weaning and feeding and diapers and toilet yes. training and all of those things. That was actually my, my objective in this book. A lot of times, you know, we see something like, oh, this is what we can do to help our kids. But I don't have the time yet. So we keep putting it off for when we have more time. But I'm sure you can, you can tell me, and my friends with older kids tell me, you know, if you wait until you have more time as a parent, that's never going to happen. So yeah. that's what I try to do in this book. I talk about how parents can help their kids learn to talk and boost their brain development, boost their language development, bring up the best in their kids with the schedule that they currently have. If you're a busy oh, parent, wow. you have to do chores while you're with your child. I talk about how to do it that way. Oh my gosh, I would love that. Yeah, so <laughs> I, am, I am that mom. Like I am in the oh. kitchen trying to wash dishes, trying to clean up, and he's just like all back and forth. Like he started walking. He took his first step seven months, started walking eight. So now he's in, I like to run phase. So I definitely wow. love, you know, that, that is good information. Cause I think in my mind, when I think about trying to teach him new things, it's kind of like, okay, let's, you know, sit down, have your undivided attention, which is very hard for a temp, very hard for a child period. Like their minds are just all over the place. And, you know, even with social media and television, you know, depending on, you know, some parents, you know, you monitor the screen time or some parents just like, Hey, they can watch all they want. You know, their attention is like all over the place. So that's good to know. It's, it's great for those busy parents that are like having, you know, the kind of monitors them and you teach them while, you know, handling chores and different things like that. So considering your experience and your background, did you have to do like maybe perhaps extensive, you know, research for this book or it just kind of came natural because you had years of experience? Oh. Well, actually, a lot of what I wrote in the book would be the things that I would also explain over and over again in the clinic. And okay. then there were times that I realized I was already lecturing to parents. And I'm sure <laughs> people here can relate that, you know, nobody uh -huh. wants to hear a lecture when they're in the doctor's office. So I was yeah. thinking, you know, I wish, yeah, I wish I could just have something that, they can, that I can hand over to the parents. And then they can read it and absorb it in their own time and apply little by little. So... That's basically what I put in the book. However, I wanted to cite a lot of uh, evidence sources, a lot of research evidence. So okay. my research was uh, going back to those scientific journals that we've been uh, reading and we've been exposed to. And mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that the way I explained it was you know, really quite accurate and in keeping with the research. And of course, I had to put in those uh, sources. Okay. Definitely. So how long? I'm just curious because I know it took me 18 months to write my very first book. How long did it take you to write this one? Oh, well, that's interesting. It actually depends on when uh, you consider the start. Uh, okay. <laughs> when my child was a baby, I wanted to get a book out. So this was almost four years ago. 
And I attended in-person seminar on how to write a book. I came away with an outline and then that's it. <laughs> and then and then afterwards I started during the pandemic I started the blog. So I had this collection of articles and then since I had this content earlier this year, so that was last January I started putting it together into a process and then from there. So the actual writing was since January but you know all of the ideas, the outline and everything actually started uh, way before that. Yeah, definitely. People have to realize there is like a process to doing it. Even if someone's writing a fictional book, you know, the backstory, building the characters, you know, it's more to it than just writing a book. Um, or it's more to it than just writing when it comes to publishing a book. So what would you say in your opinion it, or was the most difficult part of the publishing process for you? Oh, for me, it's actually the editing. Because I'm actually quite fortunate that I had a good editor, but we had a okay. lot of back and forth communication. And then, for example, I would say, okay, it's already fine. And then I'd look through it again and I wa want to make more changes. So I kept <laughs> making more and more changes until I said, you know, this has to stop. At, at some point, I have to yes. let it out. And in fact, even now that it's already printed, when I look at the book, I see some things that I, you know, I think I could explain this better in this part. And well, I guess now also that I'm distributing it, I'm quite thankful because uh, the entire first printing, we printed 1,000 copies and they're all sold out. And we have a waiting list for the second printing. Okay. But it was all from personal contacts. <laughs> Locally, uh, I'm not sure how big the self-publishing industry is here, but up until now, I don't know how to get to the major bookstores in here. But I think that, you know, the self-publishing support through Amazon and Vervante and Spark, all the things that you taught us in the course have really made it a lot easier for us. But not yes. all of them are available here. But, you know, okay. so that's how I was able to reach an international market. Definitely. I want to say kudos. Most authors do not sell over 250 copies of a book in a lifetime. So you sold a thousand of your print run. That isn't a major accomplishment. And like you said, you're just local. So it wasn't like, you know, international sales. So there is so much more to come from that. Well, I'm actually thankful to my colleagues because my colleagues were so supportive and they were the ones who recommended my book. That yes. was really a huge factor. And so that's a good, I don't know if you noticed, like one of the things as far as, you know, promoting your book is definitely, you know, build, having relationships, start, you know, talking about it before it's even published. Like, I don't know if that was perhaps intentional, but a lot of times people want to be quiet about their book until it comes out. But I've known authors, you can pre-sell your book before you've written a word. Like you do want to stay committed <laughs> to the time frame that you inform people that it will be out. But I love the fact that, you know, you have this network of people who will support you or have supported you. So that, you know, great. I'm going to do want to talk about, I love your title, like toddler talking, but the subtitle is what makes it key. And it definitely explains that what the, you know, the title is. And I, I love how you've broken it down. Boost your child's language and brain development in three easy steps. That's phenomenal. Like, I tell people your subtitle should definitely explain, you know, if I 
just had toddler talking, I would have no idea what it's about. Um, I could guess, but your subtitle makes it clear and precise what it's about. Like, how did you come up with that, the title and the subtitle? Oh, my original title that I came up with on my own was actually help your toddler learn to talk. Okay. Um, and then I didn't know what to do with the subtitle. And it was mm-hmm. actually my editor who suggested the title and subtitle. Then I had my audience vote on it in social media and also through my email list and toddler talking and that subtitle I have now won. So yes. it was actually my audience who decided on that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, like, did you learn to do that in that, I think you said the workshop you went previously to? Well, at that time, I didn't, I wasn't blogging yet. So okay. if they mentioned it, it probably didn't sink in. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, I yeah, think, I just wanna... um, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I actually, I realized that going through making a blog and going on social media first also helped when it came time to write the book because I knew better what moms wanted. Mm. I'd get questions, I'd get responses. So I knew better what to write about. Definitely. Like, I don't, once again, like the stuff you are doing is kind of like the stuff that I tell authors. Like you have to like go ahead and engage with the audience. So the fact that you had a blog and you were already nurturing and creating an audience is amazing. Like that is just kudos to you. Um, You know, whether you learned it or you just kind of figure out, you know, to do it. That is amazing because a lot of times authors just like, I don't know what to do. And it's like, okay, go ahead and find ways to start nurturing this audience. Get them warmed up. Get them to know you personally. Because in business, authors, I say you are a business, you are a brand. People buy from you because they like you, like your colleagues. Like they, you're a wonderful woman. I want to support her. Let's purchase her book and tell other people about it. Because not only she's great, but the information and the resource that she has put in this book is phenomenal to help moms like me that is across the world that's going to be raising a toddler um, pretty soon. So I want to say the steps, like just what you've been sharing in this interview is phenomenal as far as help building your brand, your audience, and to publishing your book is, is just great. So uh, is there anything upcoming that you have? Because I noticed you said uh, that you weren't, you didn't, when you look back at your book, there were some more additional stuff that you perhaps wish you would have had in. Is there perhaps like a part two coming or another book in the works or is it too soon right now? Oh, I enjoyed writing the book so much that I think I definitely want to write more books in the future. So uh, what I'm working on right now is a book about toddler discipline because those are the two biggest questions that I get. So the first is helping kids learn to talk. And the second is how to discipline a toddler. So hope I'll be able to uh, come up with that next yeah. year. I love that. So if you can, like your book is available on Amazon right now for yes. purchase. So once again, it's called Toddler Talking, Boost Your Child's Language and Brain Development in Three Easy Steps. What are your website or social media, how our listeners can follow you? Oh, uh, they can go to my blog at EffectiveMommy.com. I also have courses about toddler behavior. I have a course about toddler learning, not just language, but also social skills, movement skills, what your child needs to know during the toddler years. I have a course about that. And they can go to Effective Mommy on Instagram or on Facebook. 
And on awesome. Amazon, it's actually on Kindle Direct Publishing right now. So it would be okay. available for free for those who have a Kindle Unlimited account. Awesome. Yeah. So once again, EffectiveMommy.com. If you have a Kindle, you can go ahead and get that, uh, I guess, the free the download as far as that, that program they have. But if not, go ahead and support and purchase the book, Toddler Talking, on Amazon. And you can go to, can you say your web is EffectiveMommy.com? Okay, and Effective yes. Mommy on all social media platforms. So I just like, you know, one, I guess, personal question, per se. So you're in the Philippines. Uh, what is your favorite spot to visit in your country? Well, there are actually a lot of wonderful places here. I'd say my favorite is Palawan. Uh, okay. It's a beautiful island with pristine beaches. There's nature there. Awesome. All right. So before we end today's podcast, is there any additional information Anything you would like to share with our audience that perhaps you didn't get a chance to mention previously? Well, I'm sure there are parents in this audience and I just want to assure everybody that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast that is about a book, about how to be a better parent, I think you're a good parent. So there are a lot, as I said, there are a lot of guilt and marketing messages on the internet. So, um, but let's just look at, our kids and let our kids be our guide let's take even just five or ten minutes to spend with them mm -hmm. and uh, they see that they see in their research that actually it's those short periods throughout the day in everyday life that mean a lot to their brain development to their language development to building that connection so i hope you get the book and read more about suggestions on how to do this. I have uh, activities divided by age and they're simple yeah. activities that you don't even need to prepare for. And, but even just listening for this, from this interview, if uh, you have a child, so you take the time today to, while your child is playing, just sit there and watch and observe respond to what your child is doing and you know i think you're really going to see the difference and you're going to be so happy with the results and so will your child awesome well, i want to thank you so much victoria for that wonderful information and guys once again toddler talking victoria nolasco please go out and support all the parents if you know of a parent that has a toddler go ahead purchase a copy of the book and have this shipped to them as a gift. And I'm pretty sure that they will thank you. Once again, Victoria, thank you so much for your time and you enjoy. I guess you have a great evening and I'm going to go ahead and begin my day. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ashley, for waking up early for this. <laughs> thank you. You have a blessed day.